federal cybersecurity leaders are exploring ways agencies can move beyond the trusty old PIV card. Now, don't cut your card in half just yet, though. The PIV card will continue as a way employees can access federal information systems. But new security keys will let agencies modernize how both employees and contractors log on. We get more now from Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Justin, they've been talking about getting rid of the PIV card now for at least a decade. What's the latest push here? Yeah, this is something that's front and center uh, for the Federal Chief Information Security Officer Council, or otherwise known as the Federal CISO Council. As you mentioned, the PIV card is not going the way of the dodo quite yet, but they are looking at these new security keys that have really uh, proliferated over the last couple of years. There are hardware devices like YubiKeys and also web devices that allow you to essentially use multi-factor authentication in a, in a secure way that isn't you know, a, a PIV card. It's something that the government wants to be able to take advantage of. Steven Hernandez is the CISO at the Department of Education, and he's also co-chairman of the council. And here's how he described the issue during a NextGov summit hosted last week. We are looking at a wider array of authenticators. The PIV, whether you, you love it or loathe it, it is definitely here to stay for a while because it is still the strongest authenticator we have. And the reason why is because we bind it to the identity. And that will be an interesting nuance going forward for us because we are opening the aperture now to allow other authenticators on the table. YubiKeys, TitanKeys, FIDO2, WebAuthn, there's all these great new technologies that are coming to the table. Indeed there are. So what's driving the push then just because of those technologies existing if the PIV card still works? Yeah, well, you know, the pandemic really changed how feds and contractors access their work and using those types of technologies could certainly open the uh, the door for more uh, remote and telework-based options. There's also the federal zero trust strategy that was released back in January, and it actually pushes agencies to adopt authenticators beyond just the PIV. And as Stephen Hernandez said, it recognizes that the PIV card will be the simplest way for agencies to reach this goal of using multi-factor authentication across the board. Every Fed gets a PIV card, so it's pretty pretty easy sure. way to assure that. But they should also, you know, to the greatest extent possible, in the strategy's words, uh, implement some non-PIV authenticators in their identity management system. So this is something that the government is looking at writ large. And we've been talking about employee access. What about citizen access to government services? Can it help these new authenticators help there? Yeah, this is also something that CISOs are looking at across government. Robert Wood is the CISO at the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS. He said his agency is looking at different types of authenticators, both internally and externally. The general direction that we are moving is is towards get rid of the old hat uh, passwords, get rid of the old hat way of getting access to resources and shift to this more adaptive role-based smooth authentication flows that, that FIDO keys enable. And I feel very strongly that the same sort of smooth, you know, like easy form of authentication and access to resources should be available to citizens. And what about deadlines? Because, you know, there is a deadline for zero trust in the Defense Department now. I think it's 2027 or something. Often these programs have deadlines. Any timeline to get more of these types of authenticators in use? Yeah, actually, there's a pretty tight one for the citizen-facing services approach. The zero trust strategy sets a deadline of this coming January 26th for public-facing 
agency systems that support MFA to provide users with the option of using phishing-resistant authentication. The General Services Administration offers login.gov as a single sign-on service that offers MFA for the public to use government services, and you're seeing GSA try to expand that to more agencies. Hernandez, who's the education CISO, pointed to login.gov and an example at his own agency. If a new student comes to us and says, you know what, I, I want to protect my student loans with the highest level of security available, we can say, well, if you've got a FIDO key or whatever, we use login.gov, feel free to register it. We'll accept it. You can go as high up the chain to protect your own information how you want. But I think one thing we're seeing coming out of the council is this strong urge to say, citizens, we are going to make the highest security options available to you. So you choose how much security you want when you're interacting with the federal government. And that issue of phishing-proof authentication systems that presupposes people have high-end smartphones, would they still consider using for citizen logon a plain old SMS text to people that have maybe less sophisticated phones? It's not phishing-proof, but it's better than just a password. Login.gov still allows citizens to use SMS-based authenticators, you know, those messages that you get with a code or whatever that allows you to log into your account. As you mentioned, that is not considered phishing-resistant but there seems to be a balance that the government has to strike here between access and security going forward. And you mentioned login.gov, and of course everybody is going that way to a greater degree now in the federal agencies. Login.gov will support all of these different proprietary devices that are out there. YubiKey comes up a lot, but it's got competitors. There's all kinds of little hardware tokens. These are all usable with login.gov? To a certain extent, they they support FIDO2 uh, based devices, and and then as I mentioned, they also give the option for SMS based authenticators, which they underline are less secure. But uh, GSA actually has a goal of reaching 100 million login.gov users by the end of this year, so it'll be interesting in a month's time to see if they've uh, approached that goal. And we should mention FIDO2 is a standard that is put forward in the public domain. There's a FIDO alliance. And FIDO, by the way, stands for Fast ID Online. Did, in the context of this conference, the idea of also getting rid of the password once and for all come up? You did hear Robert Wood mention that in his comments. He's a CISO at CMS. That's something that I think everybody would like to move beyond because passwords are annoying for users and not that secure. But it's something that for the time being seems to be sticking around for most services. Yeah, I'm sure the sooner the password goes away, the worse it's going to be for the post-it note industry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Although I think cybersecurity leaders would not care too much about that going forward. (laughs) Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you, Tom. And be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash bestmusic for details. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. 
Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com vision.